Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Get to Pump Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Claus, and with me is always the Brooks Oglesby. Hello. Hello. It's the weekend. It, it may not be the weekend. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. You know, I thought, but, the, I thought the weekend, the spelling was like, I thought it had a cooler reason. Is, is it just he decided to do that? I think it was that, like, there, had, there was already a band with the trademark of the weekend with three oh. E's in it. Oh, okay. I thought it was like I'm down because I lost my E, because I'm. It's like a party album. Uh, I thought I thought it was more like a Tumblr style, like app creation right. startup type type thing. Um, that could, that's also true. A thing that I learned about um, fans of the weekend in our in our listening after hours of the weekend twenty twenty album the weekend twenty twenty is. They really like calling him Abel. I also wanted to name. talk about this. There is they never say the word weekend in the entire genius annotations. They're all saying my friend Abel. My friend Abel. Uh I, I just always find it interesting what what fan bases and groups do that type of shit. Yeah. Um it, it's like you and me saying Brian Danielson. Right. We would never we time. would never call him George. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um this this album's about um, when you have blood on your face, That's and you're true. at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. This is this is about where you do like a months long publicity stunt with plastic surgery, and nobody kind of seems to care that much. Except no, either no one cares or people think it's real. Yeah, like he, the the plastic surgery thing. It looked like that the meme where it's like you know the average like football enjoyer sure yeah. and then and then the average baseball enjoyer and he has a very angular face mm, he's handsome squidward he's handsome squidward that's what the the fake video plastic surgery looked like and some people said damn he really did this i like i i looked up sort of like his his sort of explanation of what the thing because he would go to different award shows and he'd have like different styles of bandages on mm-hmm. and it like his it seems like his explanation was just like oh you know it's just like a, it's a it's like a commentary on how like fame like makes you like get plastic surgery and stuff and it's kind of mm-hmm. like vapid which is such it's it was so weird it seemed like such like a 2005 kind of thing i just thought it was cool yeah it's like, it's like um, you know I like, like this i like squidward like the slipknot guys it's like oh this this mask symbolizes the the darkness in my past i'm like i i think it's a spiky face so <laughs> it's... so it's cool I think it's just that, like, Donald Trump was president, so, like... Yeah, that is true for the majority of, of this, this you run, can't, Donald so Trump in that, was president. Now it's normal again. We're back. We did it. Sports are back. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh-huh. it it was... I just feel like during that time frame, if for a celebrity to just be like, hey, guys, I'm gonna look kind of funny. <laughs> like, it's just kind of yeah. like... I think we're past that. Yeah, wouldn't it be crazy if I had a, a, a Band-Aid on my face, what if like a, Nelly? What if a celeb did plastic surgery and then did nelly um air force one but uh-huh. he did air force that, two we're talking about uh country grammar by the weekend we, uh, we should talk about country grammar by the weekend we should first track on on here alone again it's starting off in a, in a positive positive well actually first wait what'd you think of it did you like it i did um it was a, it was a, it was a vibe. The last two, the last three albums you've given me have just happened to correspond with different kinds of doctor's visits. Uh-huh. Um, so like, it's, it was really nice listening to like Vince Staples when I initially got my first consultation. I was like, I feel great. 
Um, <laughs> and then the last one you sent me, which I just woke up, so I don't remember the name. What'd you give me last mm-hmm. time? Um, fuck if I know. Yeah, it's if it's if it's that long ago, we don't. Um, but mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, you gave me the Mastodon one. Oh yeah. So that was like, yeah. Um, I I defy my body. I'm getting I'm getting ass surgery. <laughs> Uh, I am ascending. Yeah, please. Uh, speaking of crack, um, yeah. <laughs> and this one, I was uh, I was in the uh, the colorectal center, and I was simply Listen, I, I was blinded don't by the light. If dude. I can be alone again, it's just it's I've I've been in like the same hospital parking lot, listening to like three different very different albums, yeah. and this was a it was yeah. a nice like four thirty like I haven't eaten in twenty four hours kind of vibe. Mm, exactly. You have to drink this nasty juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sixteen yeah. hours ago. Um, and you're having a great time. Oh, you're yeah. loving it. Uh-huh. Having a good time. Do you think when he says, so I throw 2000 ones in the sky, that's like a reference to 9-11? Yeah, the sky, that's... that's Because I don't know what were. else that... It's such a specific... Because mm-hmm. you didn't know about the Joe Biden $2,000 yet. Exactly. That that has had yeah, which we're we're uh, gonna get seventeen dollars next week. So. Yeah, but Donald Trump gave us nine ninety three dollars, so that means that he, President Biden, gave it to us. We love you, sir. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much, President Joe Biden. President, we love you. Uh, Take your time, King. Um, yeah. <laughs> keep posting fan cams of yourself. That's like another jo- another week. Well done. And it's just him sitting at a table, like <laughs> completely motionless. <laughs> Yeah, it's a gift, but he's not moving. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Um, and the genius is no. It, oh, there's a lot of genius lines that are like here. Abel by Vegas. He's referring to Las Vegas, but there's, he's referring to to Las Vegas here, home of the Raiders. But two thousand ones in the sky. I just didn't know. See, this is this is why I really enjoy you know uh, listening to these albums and getting into a totally different mindset. And, and, and vibe than something I would ever do because I could never even imagine being in or around Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, I've never really and, even crossed the Mississippi, really, so... And he seems to really enjoy being there with his various Yeah, this is an album about, about Abel being happy. <laughs> yeah. <himself. laughs> it's boys' night. He says, hey, everybody, it's March 17th, 2020. Let's get out there and party. Let's have some fun. Let's go. <laughs> I like the sort uh, of, um, uh-huh. I like the bridge in this one because it has a sort of wonderful Christmas time vibe. There's like some, yeah. some, jing- some jingle jangles in there. Out jingle of jangles, some, some twinkle, some jingle bells, some twinkly bits mm-hmm. that go on. Um, a thing that I'll always appreciate in any song is when it starts one way and then eventually has a trap beat later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, do you mean when, something... when, like, in my notes I have that described as the computer style mainframe that we go into? Yeah, we we fly into various uh, CPUs and motherboards. That made me in, think that maybe this album's also about the damn computer, which, as we know from doing this show for a couple of years, 70% of all albums are about the damn computer. About the damn computer. Um, and if it's about, um, if, if they don't, if they say it's something other than uh, doing drugs, then it's about doing drugs. Mm-hmm. But if they say, I, I have so much cocaine in my nose that i'm about to explode that's a <laughs> then it then it's like uh here abel is talking about his previous relationship that's about being banned from the warp tour which is what the other 30 percent of songs are about yeah <laughs> note it down mm-hmm. um yeah i guess i i i do have a couple you know we're gonna be on uh, one fun thing when we do a, a mainstream artist is there's always lots of of genius yeah, information nice. to, to to dip into even abel showed up to verify the lyrics which i thought was nice Looking forward to, to seeing what he has to say on here. Mm-hmm. Um, top comment 
from uh, XODE host um, a year ago. 493 upvotes says, should I break up with my girlfriend? <laughs> I don't know if I can be. Anyway. This is probably the kind of album that, like, if you do see your BF listening on his Spotify history to this, you might you might need to have a conversation. Yeah, weird. I, oh, my my AIM BF has listened to Hardest to Love fifteen times in a row. Let's. I wonder. I wonder what he's going through. <laughs> Are you okay? That's not even the Elton John one. Yeah, <laughs> Elton John hasn't. He didn't sing Tiny Dancer yet. <laughs> Go to the next track. God, I can't wait to talk about Tiny Dancer. Uh, you want to go go on to, to too late? Yeah, which again I know I already touched on it. Very funny to sort of um, have this song titled this on March seventeenth, twenty twenty, when you release it. <laughs> it's just such a funny time to release music. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> you you see Rudy Gobert touch the mics and you're like, this is perfect. Yeah, the, as as we mentioned before with um, Blind Vinyl Ice, the very last album to ever um, exist mm-hmm. before. A fun thing that happened is Kim, in a normal way, is going back to teaching in person next week. Sure. And she was cleaning out her, her, like, old bag that she had, all her school stuff in. And she threw, she took a full water bottle, like a plastic water bottle, and just threw it in the trash. I was like, why didn't you, like, dump it out first? She said, because it's been in there since before COVID and I didn't want to open it. Oh, I've been there, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, all right, say no more. Yeah. Into the trash it goes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is one of the, I thought that the, we, we've already talked about it. the two songs that I thought existed in 2020 were Blinding Lights and then Wet Ass Pussy came out. And those were the two songs that we had for a whole yes. year. And then Joe Biden mm-hmm. said music is back and he brought back music. Um, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. So did you know that he, sources say repeatedly every line of this analysis that he was in an on again, off again relationship with famous person Bella Hadid? Yes, who, who um, I'm led to believe is very famous. I feel like I've heard her name before. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is, she does. I Googled her. She exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's what the album's about. If you were, exactly. If you were tuning in. It's about um, Bella, Bella Hadid. Oh, right. Cause this song is like about, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it's really hard when the tabloids say that you're going to break up with your wife. Would you do it? Yeah. Would you do it if Wait, you opened you... up OK Magazine and it said, Eddie's going to it's break a... up with Kim. Would that, would, that, a... would that make you do it? <laughs> It's that Abel's going to break up with wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's Abel, parentheses, weekend. Yeah. Is going to is going to break up. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this, sir? Yeah. Kane's not the only person who's going to kill a relationship, folks. That's Bible. right. It's People Magazine. It's People Magazine. Can I explain the bridge of the song to you? Of course. So you, you the bridge, it says, um, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I, I just want your body riding slow on top of me, girl, on top of me. I want you, babe. Mm-hmm. So, you, so I just wanted to share what uh, Genius User X five four months ago explained. Nine upvotes. Okay. At the point, and there will be a test, so mm-hmm. um, please pay attention. At this point of the lyrics, the girl is riding on top of him in the video, but on his dead head. And by riding on top of mm-hmm. me, he does not mean riding his face. But the girl enjoys that. It's sarcasm. The video and the lyrics can only be interpreted right when linked together. The lyrics representing the boy in the video representing the girl. When you link both, it's sarcasm. Okay, so that's what sarcasm is. Um, thank you so much. Sarcasm is when you when you does not mean to ride the dead head. <laughs> I'm always saying this. I'm always telling my students this. <laughs> when you link both, it's sarcasm. Uh, I just like just, I, I, just, I read that like mm-hmm. right after my surgery, so I was like, <laughs> yeah. 
was like, <laughs> you had to read it a few times to figure like, out. Surely you... this is the anesthesia talking. <laughs> yeah. Can I give you a comment um, that I just found? Yeah, sure, absolutely. This, this is from a genius user, Will and Wright, mm-hmm. who made who made uh, spore, <laughs> who made the various spores. Uh, they say this is the cure to COVID nineteen. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Comment made a year ago, so you know it's getting there. Yeah, that was the um, this that was like an Elon Musk head who was like, oh yeah, no new cases by April. Exactly. Don't don't worry about it. We're done. The weekend put his album out today mm-hmm. when um, everyone said COVID is is real? Question mark. Yeah, I can't wait to go to the in person midnight release here on March seventeenth, twenty twenty. I can't wait to watch <laughs> Tiger King in three days when it comes out. <laughs> like Tiger King doesn't really exist. That was all. You know, people joke. That was one collective Mandela yeah, effect that everyone just like came up with these memes and everyone mm-hmm. decided it was Carol real. Carol freaking Baskins is a floating signifier. It's, it's, yeah. It's one big Mandela effect. <laughs> exactly. Uh, to, to tie this this back into previous listens, uh, this song does have one of the effects that I like, which is featured heavily on various Carly Rae Jepsen albums, which An is underwater the underwater robot. Underwater robot, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just say, oh, yeah, I do um, like the underwater robot. That is, oh, oh, that's how it sounds mm-hmm. when you're an underwater robot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think more artists should start incorporating that. Yeah, I was the underwater I, robot uh, symbolizes um, COVID nineteen because it's it's sarcasm. Mm-hmm. I really wish that I, I watched the Super Bowl halftime show again last night, and I do wish there mm-hmm. had been an underwater section. That would have been sick. I, it was still pretty yeah, good that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to go I, back I, and listen mm-hmm. to it, and then to be like, "Oh, hardest to love." I know that song now. Versus just like, yeah. "Can you can you play the hills?" Is the hills up next? <laughs> uh, next up is hardest to love. Mm-hmm. This one's um, confusing this, because it starts it, out with that uh, famous California style phrase that only people from California can understand. Oh no! No, he says no. Yeah, and it's like, uh-huh. wait, which one do you mean? I'm from the Wh- East what? Coast. What? What are you saying? I'm not from there. Saying, do you have Wawa saying, here? You're saying both. What? What does Shake I've Shack never, taste like? I've never been to In and Out Burger. What would Yeah uh, No mean? <laughs> no, you're thinking of Vince Staples. Yeah, right. That one. I, that one makes sense. That's an East Coast style phrase. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I understand that one for sure. Uh huh. Sorry, uh, that's my least favorite kind of post of all time. This, uh, the beat in this song sounds like um, when SpongeBob thought Mr. Krabs was a robot. I was, this one, this, like, the beat gives me so much anxiety. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's also, yeah, it's fun. Just, it's like uh, the live action Tom Kenny running from the robot in the movie that he's watching. <laughs> yeah. This one goes, do, 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 do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the robot has, like, breached the surface and is now chasing you. Mm. Um, let, let's just see, cause so so here I'll 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 you know for anyone who hasn't listened to the album, uh, in the chorus he says I've been the hardest to love. You're trying to let me go, but I can see it. I can see it. Let's just see. Um, mm-hmm. and he's saying that okay. in like a very high weekend style voice that neither of us will try to replicate. Hardest to, he says I've been the hardest to love. That's how he says it. <laughs> yeah, he says it like the Beatles, doesn't he? Oh, sorry, sorry for saying the weekend says it because the annotation is showing me that Abel takes the blame yeah, please, for causing the, his. The weekend is the band. For causing his relationship to go sour. He's most likely talking about his on-again, off-again relationship with model Bella Hadid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's it's a concept album in the fact that all the songs are about this thing that everyone just said. This is definitely, he knows one person, mm-hmm. and it's her. It's like um, when Joe Jonas releases a song called I Love My Wife. Everybody says, this is a reference to Sophie Turner, Sansa, who is his wife. Yeah, this is this is Sansa from uh, television's Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. 
I will tell um, you about this chorus. Mm-hmm. I was this is the first time in a while that I've been like self-conscious about bumping a song alone in my room. <laughs> <laughs> like about the about people hearing about, it. About like the my upstairs neighbors being like calling the landlord being like mm-hmm. sir, uh my downstairs neighbor is down bad. He's going through Yeah. It. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just wanted to file a report. He can feel it. He can feel it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, I have a feel complaint, but <laughs> but like it is those like, but then it's like right, and you're like okay, it it's it it's just the um the the feels guys uh with the crying behind the smug mask. Yeah. <laughs> That's this song. Yeah, but I can't feel this on concrete. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this too low. Um, let's just see. Yeah, okay. Uh, I just wanted to see what, what our friends had to say on here, because there is an, it says instrumental outro at the end. It's used as a transition to the next track, Scared to Live, so. An instrumental technique is used several times on the album. That's, that's <laughs> like, my yeah. favorite. That's one of the things about the music that I like, for sure. The, the, yeah, the, oh, two contributors, it's me and you. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, I... I don't know. I this is one of my like favorite songs on the album. Not just because it, it makes me feel like I am being chased by an evil robot. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice when it puts you in a place and time. Yeah, exactly. Because maybe I couldn't um, interpolates "Take on Me" by Aha. Okay, I believe I didn't it. catch I that. That's in there but somewhere. Yeah, I I can see it. I can feel it. Um, I did feel like I was like being chased through like a hand drawn sort of you know. Yeah, Doodle Bob was coming after you. Right. Yeah. In, in that in that very moment. Um, let's see, next up we have Scared to Live. Let's go. Let's, I, <laughs> uh, I hope you don't mind that uh, we're just going to talk about Elton John instead. I, I like Elton John. He's good. He's he's good. I have no issues with him. I have, uh, a, I have it in my head, and I might be confusing you with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I feel like, is it true that you, like, actively hate Crocodile Rock? I strongly dislike hearing the it does make me feel like i'm about to get murdered and not in a fun weekend way (laughs) okay i thought i thought that seemed like an eddie kind of and also because it has the word rock in it which is already exactly see it's never wrong (laughs) elton john John covering old time rock and roll and you're just like fucking blowing up yeah It's it's just such a like cacophonous start to a to a track that goes on in the same manner for three and a half minutes. When I eventually pick, like, when I eventually pick Elton John, like I I like for your own safety, I can't let you listen to Honky Cat. I don't know what that is, but I'm really it sounds, scared. <laughs> it sounds like an Elton John song called Honky Cat. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's really good. I guess I can I can pass this. So so, what are we listening to? <laughs> pass me the ox cord. Uh, we have bring bringing back the meme of the person getting thrown up out of the car. That was a great meme. <laughs> great great time. Um, this song it was... is just no. Please go ahead. I I was just gonna say it is like usually when you get the you know the the license to like sample a, a song or something it usually especially one for like a big time artist i feel like that's going to be like the basis of your song like you're just going to do a pitbull style just lift the chorus whole cloth yeah um but what our friend abel did is just say i hope you don't mind a couple times right it got me very excited 
Um, I, I feel like that was it was reverse engineered because it was probably like he, he just said, I hope you don't mind, you know, th- it, during the writing process. And they're like, you know, that's an Elton John song, right? He's like, oh, well, can we get it? Well, let me tell you, famous Abel quote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't realize until he made it, and he was like, oh, shit. So Elton is credited, obviously. Before I played it for him, I was like, fuck, I hope he likes it. But he was freaking, he was like, mate, you're the one. You're going to be doing this for a long time. Uh, that that does sound like something Sir Elton John would say. <laughs> I wish Elton John would say, mate, you're the one to me. I believe that, that like... There's no way that he hasn't heard Elton John singing I hope you don't mind but like I've I've been there before where it's like it's, you don't realize yeah, that you're taking it from somewhere. Yeah, or or he probably knew the song and it was just like buried within his head Right, said, yeah, it's on, Shit, it's in there. What's this from? Yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. Um mm. the first time I ever tried to like write a song when I was like 18 and I had like purchased the like the required ukulele that you have to have to get a Tumblr account Mm-hmm. Like, the first song that I ever tried to write, I realized that I had just, like, wholesale stolen the chorus from a Reliant K song without realizing it. Okay. So, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, for me, the first time, it was, like, the first time I, um, like, started playing guitar, electric guitar, and I, I was over at my friend, uh, our friend Chris's house, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, oh, listen to this sick riff, and it would just be like, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, what if you, like, harmonized it? Like go go down a little bit and we'll harmonize. Fuck, we're Iron Maiden. Oh damn! So I hate when that happens. We, damn, we did Iron Maiden again. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's play something that sounds like shit, and then that'll be our song instead. <laughs> you took out the Deep Purple songbook. Yeah, here, please, just play the chords to "Smoke Smoke on the Water" for an hour straight, mm-hmm. and we'll come up with something good. I think I will. Did you? Uh, did you? For- uh-huh. Did you know that The Weeknd played this song on Saturday Night Live on March 8th, 2020? That was the last time anyone watched Saturday Night Live, I'm, I'm That expecting. was the last time that, um... I was gonna say that's the last time that Ruth Bader Ginsburg appeared on SNL, but that's not true. <laughs> no, that was that was fairly recent. That was, yeah, because they did the, like, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg aerobics, and then they actually got her to do it. Uh, that's th- awesome. Uh... That's so good. That's so awesome. De- Devil's Devil's Inferno thirteen. This is me. Said this shit was so fire on SNL Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's uh, Rudy Gobert watching that and getting pumped up for his next interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Damn, this song, this song <laughs> pre-game. Rules. Yeah, this is epic. The next mic I Thank see, you, I'm gonna Abel. grab so I can sing "Scared to Live." So I can sing. So I can... <laughs> uh, can we move on to the funniest song on the album? Yeah, we got. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, we have Snow Child. This is, um, I was, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed the album so far, and like, and uh, Scared to Love really, really grew on me, mm-hmm. but I was kind of like the starving Spongebob fish uh, when I got to mm-hmm. this, like, I was like, finally bars, <laughs> like, finally. This, this is a, this is like the period between uh, when Childish Gambino did like, Because the Internet and <laughs> Awaken My Love, this yeah, was like this a B-side. the from- mixtape with Tina Fey on it. Yeah, because this is a, some childish Gambino-ass bars in this song. Um, what? The smoke few, had me dizzy like Gillespie. A few... See, th- see. okay, I, like, okay, I, I appreciate that. Um, we we gotta... I, t- I think to reel you into this album, I gave you the funniest yeah, you gave line me on this, it. Yeah, you gave me the gold medal. She liked my futuristic sounds in the new spaceship. And when this plays on the album, you hear like... Do, 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 in the background 
Futuristic sex, give her Philip K. Dick. <laughs> it's so good. Like, like, the genius is trying hard to make it bad because, like, the analysis is like, this may also be an homage to Justin Timberlake's 2006 album Future Sex Love Sounds. No, it's not. It's not. It's a reference to Philip K. Dick, the author, who wrote about spaceships. Yeah, who wrote about the dreams of sheep. Yeah. Um, did, did we, no, did we get to the song yet where he talks about how his stomach is hurting? He does say my stomach is hurting. It's, I think that's later. Okay. I definitely <laughs> had a note about his hurt stomach. Um, a, a couple of things. He, he the verse two is where is where shit really really uh picks up. He does rhyme Swayze with Swayze That's and the thing then I say need, I really and it's not even like a different and like afterwards he says like all my diamonds hitting like they sway Lee. Uh-huh. Um, so that's different. But mm-hmm. like he does say got me moving dirty like I'm Swayze all my diamonds dancing like they Swayze, which is just dirty mm-hmm. dancing the same joke twice. Dirty dancing two times. You couldn't even do like dirty dancing two Havana nights. Yeah, exactly. So some some criticism there. Um I do just appreciate the the you know luxurious nature of rocking Louis Alla mode. <laughs> just fantastic decadence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a golden ice cream cone for our, our friend Abel. Um I so again this this isn't one of those types of like damn i used to uh dream of being famous and now i'm famous and i don't like it that much because of the because of my agonies um the the first couple verses i i uh, i actually do enjoy and then it gets to the last verse where he's like i'm so rich i'm living in drake's house right now right yeah i'm living like tom Um, brady so you know uh zero edge pool never dipped in it i get it also he says the only thing i'm phobic of is failing so thank you to uh to an ally able yeah uh, i did i did look into it and, like, it's oh was is he problematic i mean it's it seems to have been a response to like people calling him biphobic from a really bad verse from like some collab mm-hmm. a couple years ago but he's okay, like let's... oh no i'm failing phobic okay yeah maybe maybe a bit of a a misstep on that verse that I'm looking yeah i don't know right about now. that one um uh-huh Abel, please reconsider that that verse because yeah. that one sucks. Yeah, but can I also while we're on the bridge? Um, mm-hmm. So he says, 20 mil mansion never lived in it. Zero edge pool never dipped in it." Something that bothers me is what the genius analysis is. So it says, mm-hmm. despite dropping twenty five million dollars on a Beverly Hills mansion with an infinity pool, Abel hardly spends any time at his house or at his home, or more mm-hmm. appropriately, at his house. And it's like, let him do his own subtext. He, You're not yeah, allowed that, to, like, set up that, like, oh, he doesn't feel at home in his house. Yeah, uh, this is actually, I'm foreshadowing to a later track. It's like, you're not on the album. <laughs> yeah, featuring featuring me, genius annotator. Hello, credit me, 99 Mikey. Yeah, if this was Wikipedia, this if it worked that way, then, like, I would be on the first track, and I would be like, yes, 2001 is a reference to 9-11, because that's the event that happened in that year. <laughs> but that's not how it works. Yeah. Anyway, uh... This this is a very uh, goofy ass song, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, there's no way to um, do an impression of the voice without just doing Sex Pistols voice, and that's <laughs> that's just how it sounds. There's nothing you can do about it. And uh, you know, neither of us can can pull that voice off. So no, I don't think we're gonna no. even attempt that at the moment. Next up, we have Escape from L.A., which is um, disgusting mm-hmm. to me because they're like Elton gets his credit, but Carly Rae Jepsen doesn't get any credit for L.A. hallucinations. Yeah, kind of uh, a bit unfair um, in that regard. 
Um, anything, listen, you know, I, I am a, a fan of the Lost, the two things you can't, actually three things, I'm, I'm upping my list. I'm a fan of the Los Angeles Rams football franchise. Yeah, I know this about you. that's so, solely because I, I played as them in Madden when I was eight. Um, regardless of their location, I would say Marshall Falk was there and I would like them. Sure. Two more things, it added to the list about, you know, like rock and roll of things that you can't sing about. I'm going to go off on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't sing about L.A. and you can't sing about New York. It's played out. I'm stamping it. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Can you honor relate? So you were you just said Marshall Falk, and that just sort of put me down a hole. Can mm-hmm. you believe? I, from my googling, it seems as if Eminem has never used the like the punchline Marshall fuck, like to describe himself. Okay, and that seems you like just such a layup. Open up an open up an incognito window and search for Marshall Fuck. Yeah, in in parentheses <laughs> with Eminem next to it. And it doesn't seem like that's anywhere. <laughs> okay, no results. Maybe yeah, I should... did. I did. The, I did the Boolean operators on this one. I put the quotes. Okay, um, but we'll 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 be in correspondence with Mr. Mathers, another Elton John collaborator. Yeah, when and, he does uh, music to be murdered by Part Three in 2022, which we'll do for mm-hmm. Phase Three. Um, uh-huh. Hopefully, that'll be in there. Is this the song where he goes uh, Venom mode and, and John Wick mode? Yes, Ke- he Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah. Uh huh. I I do like the referencing Keanu Reeves in the film you choose to to go for is Constantine. Yeah, for sure. In a verse about being having the Venom symbiote in your body. Yeah. Uh, Man, I watched yeah. Eddie. I watched Venom for the first time. Venom. That song's really good. <laughs> I can't stop. Right, it's, well. The last two weeks, it's just been Chug Jug Rap and Venom by Eminem. Chug <laughs> He says, it's like... cleared out Tomato Town. He says, huh? like, you're Eddie Brock and I'm the suit and I'm the Venom. <laughs> I got that adrenaline momentum. Venom. It's a good song. Hey, hey, we need a song about being a, a, a glob of a goop that's a monster. <laughs> Let's get Mr. Shady on the line. It is it's the perfect it's it's absolutely perfect casting. Uh what did you did you plug that movie into your your letterbox? Um I yeah. believe I did. I don't know if I had a had a review for it. Okay, because I just wanted to know the star rating on it. I gave I gave it a 3. Uh, okay. All right. Worth worth a worth a watch then. Yeah, I was I was I was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 Triple Thrill Pack um while I was uh-huh. watching it so some some of it I missed. Um, okay, but you know you got the kind of vibe. But it's um, a really like funny movie to just listen to because like the the goo the goo is just talking to him the whole time. Uh huh. And I didn't think it would be that much talking from the inside goo that he has. Uh, sorry, I I I know we were you know deep in the goop on this one, but I did just click on a a um a lyric here. Uh, sorry, these are our friend Abel's words, not mine. Sure. She's a cold-hearted bitch with no shame, but her throat too fire. I really, That's yeah, we need says. to talk about the bridge in this. It's all over the place. Um, he. This is why anyone who annotates on genius deserves to be, have a have a, a be met with a terrible fate. Here's what some what John Augustine says. Abel states that even if he is, she is cold-hearted, he still continues to hook up with her because her head game is on point, period. He emphasizes how polarizing it is to be with her contrasting her cold personality with her fire head. Yeah, for sure. That's a song about uh, Actually, actually, Abel was talking about the flaming halo skull that screams yeah. at Master Chief. Mm-hmm. So Getting top from the flaming halo skull. Get it, getting floppy toppy from the covenant brain. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Master Chief doesn't need the suit anymore. 
Can I, I, uh, speaking of this, I was, um, a PlayStation child. I never had an Xbox, so I never played the, the Halo franchise of games, but it's, it's on, it's on Steam now. You can get the whole pack. Oh, that's fun. And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go through these in order. So I don't play like whichever one is good. Like, sure. You're going to start with the bad one. Yeah. I'm going to start with the bad one. And I didn't know that Master Chief is just like a guy. Like he speaks and he's like, hello. You thought he was like, you thought he was like Terminator robot style. Yeah, I didn't know he was just a guy. Like, he says, oh, I've awoken from the pod. Damn. Tell me what I need to shoot. I got it. And he just has a man. He just has a man's voice. And that was very jarring to me. I didn't know. E- I thought either he didn't speak or he or he was like Terminator style. He should definitely like, talk in the same voice as the Halo announcer. <laughs> like that. That would make more sense to my brain. Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they call me. I'm Master Chief. <laughs> Cortana is a lady. <laughs> Out on the battlefield, Kilimanjaro is what I just did. <laughs> Later, she's going to be Microsoft's virtual assistant in real life, so you can have sex with Cortana on your <laughs> Windows mobile device. Multi-kill. That's pretty good. Griffball. <laughs> anyway. Um, this, it, it, at some point... Near the end of, of this song, he just starts kind of, he stops singing and to talks tells a story about having sex in the studio. It's just, it's just like, cool, man. Awesome. awesome. All right, great, man. That's that's freaking Sounds dope. Good. Do you want me to turn off the recording before you finish the yeah. story? You just gonna, you just start saying words, but in like a, a high, uh, like falsetto voice and you think And you're just that, like, in the chair you're sitting in right now, that's where we did it. <laughs> that's where, yeah. Cool, Abel. Awesome. Um... Anything before we we go to Heartless? Yeah, with no Kanye credit, absolutely. No, again, lots of lots of. If Kanye again, you know, he, listen, I'm not going to say the man's perfect, but <laughs> certainly not. If you title a like, I feel like he has dibs on every song title that he's you ever made. You can't call a song "Jesus Walks" anymore. <laughs> you just cannot do that. If there was a song on here called "The New Workout Plan," I'd be pretty pissed off. If you want to take like, if you want to make a song called Barry Bonds and make the first good version of that song, then that's fine. But that's like, yeah, fantastic. But yeah, uh-huh. you can't take a, one of the famous good songs from the good album 808s and Heartbreaks and mm-hmm. um and just do that. But Young Metro is on this one. Young Metro, I do trust him. Um the the, the like single art for this track is really funny. Yeah. Um it, he's he's smiling with a big face and it's like blurry. Um a cup so yeah, just yeah, yeah. the biggest can we just okay, so Let's get to it. First, you know, he says amphetamine got my stomach feeling sickly, which in in my um, you know, for, first time I've heard stummy in a in a track. Yeah, um, same. Uh, then we just get to yeah, yeah like yeah. that followed by I've been running through the pussy need a dog pounds. Just such a these are the first two punches that Machine Gun Kelly took to the gut. I, like, I just it's like if I had a time machine the first thing I would do is prevent 9-11, you know this. But the second of course. the second thing would be to, like, go back to when we were still doing post-Game of Thrones and, like, n- knowing that line now. Uh, yeah, Having it really would have helped. Mm-hmm. Also, later on, so much pussy it be falling out the pocket. Um, right, yeah, that's me in game Which style. is an, an Eddie Murphy um, delirious Oh, right, yeah, reference. yeah, yeah. Great suit, uh, questionable content. Yeah, uh, I'm going <laughs> to pop a questionable content warning on that one. Mm-hmm, yeah not gonna defend delirious mm-hmm. on the show it's just and um, like the with mm-hmm. the song like it's it's the the chorus is catchy 
Because I'm heartless. And I'm back to my ways because I'm heartless. But it's like, it's just, you can't, it's the mystery science theater thing. You can't, you can't remind us of a better thing when you're doing it. Yeah. Bye-bye. In the night I hear, I am told the coldest, coldest story ever told. Yeah. Um, it is, I, I, I do like the more, you know, upbeat, upbeat songs. Like, okay, uh, get, a, get out of LA. I'm, it's bad there. Okay, fine. Heartless. All right. Now I'm evil now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm twisted mode. I've, I've got the symbiote. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is <laughs> the symbiote is taking effect. Mm-hmm. Can I also? Can I? Uh, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I'm speaking for myself only here. I think that okay. I'm I'm a pretty anti cheating person when it comes to relationship okay. style. I don't think it's a good okay, thing to yeah. do. <laughs> I still thought you were talking about Halo. I was gonna be like, all right, no, you can well. cheat in video games. Cheating is good in video uh, games. Okay, yes, but not with with people. No, yeah, don't do that. Um, uh huh. But, uh, so it's just a, a very fun, like, facet of fan culture, I guess. It's mm-hmm. just like, so, like, when the bridge, the bridge is apparently, like, him, like, sort of admitting or at least, like, alluding to the fact that, like, he cheated on, uh, famous Bella Hadid when he, mm-hmm. it's like, he also admits to cheating on Hadid when he's alone. Without the immediate presence of a female, Abel's focus strays and he's more susceptible to breaking hearts. Which is just like. Okay. It's, as uh, soon as as soon as this uh, contributor said female, that told me all I needed yeah, to know. Yeah, it's just like it's <laughs> it's not a good excuse to just be like, oh, you, Your Honor, you must understand. I saw a sexy lady and I got horny. <laughs> like it, it is it is the the baby, um, what like object permanence defense. My girlfriend wasn't around, so I forgot it's it's that like, we were no, in a listen, relationship. It, I didn't cheat for no reason. I did it because I was attracted to another woman, and I wanted to have yeah, sex with her. Sir, 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 you must understand. I didn't do it to be mean. Exactly. I was. It just happened. Like it happened because I wanted to do it, and I did it. It, it, it happened because I saw another woman. And then I said, "Awuga, awuga." My eyes yeah, shut out of like, my head. It's like, damn, that's we've all been there. Damn <laughs> like, tough. What? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Abel, Preach, brother. Abel is speaking truth to all of us. It's like I don't know about that. Yeah. All right. All right, man. If you say so, couldn't be me. I would simply decide not to do that. But all right, yeah. I guess I have the the iron will required. I wonder if this contributor has a similarly good mindset to Bella cheating on him. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. What. What a. Um. A society we live in where the weekend can get millions of dollars for saying I cheated on supermodel Bella Hadid, but I've never done it once, and no one even cares about my name. Damn, that's so true. I've never, I've never cheated on Bella Hadid, and I get nothing. I know. I would never <laughs> even think of it. It wouldn't even cross my mind to be in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, all right. You want to check out the Patreon? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones, or if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, which includes... Ooh, we're going to have a, a, a breaking announcement uh, for... Let's go. What do you got? Uh, orange Niller. Okay, I, I have my, my iced coffee that I, I made earlier. I'm, I'm sipping through that straw. Mm. Um, $1 a month gets you all of our bonus content, including uh, words and deeds that I do with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear Solid. Uh, the, our newest podcast, Hall Brawl, that I do with Kim where we watch Jake and or Maggie Gyllenhaal movies and decide who has the better catalog. This month's entry is The Joker's Dark Knight. The Joker's Dark Knight. He's back. All it takes is a, is a little joke. And here we go. That's what I say before we start the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, I had a stupid idea the other day that I spent like $40 to get going. Um, so there's going to be a, an exclusive new Patreon content coming this month. Oh, yeah. yeah Probably... Yeah, right. Probably by the end of the week, if um, if the shipping 
if the tracking material is to be believed. Right. Um, first episode will be free as a standard, and then you'll have to subscribe to see um, the rest of the, them that will happen. <laughs> sure. I'll say this. It won't be a podcast. Mm-hmm. That podcast shit is over. We're done. It's over. I'm moving. I'm, we're pivoting into uh, new territory. $5 a month gets you that. Plus, uh, you can request albums for us to listen to on Fun Point. And you get shout outs at the end of episodes. Uh, $10 gets you all that. Plus, special you just status in Discord. And we'll have Abel fight the weekend in Fire Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Peacock Championship Edition. Thank you. Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. He'll fight uh, Venom Abel. He'll fight Venom Abel. Yeah, the twisted That's version. That's the version that cheats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he only has like low blows and the Eddie Guerrero like yeah. belt <laughs> trick. Uh, Abel, next up, we have you gotta wait, next you gotta up, cheat on your girlfriend. You gotta you have to cheat, Abel. <laughs> From what I understand about this movie, you have to have a different accent in every scene. <laughs> I think you'd like it. <laughs> I've been watch, watching I a lot watch. of like MCU movies lately because I I'm just doing violence to myself. Uh-huh. Um, but Venom was pretty enjoyable. I think you'd like it. I think I'm going to watch Venom. Uh, next up, we have Faith. It's a somber banger, according okay. to uh, the genius. Which, uh, in, in, you know, if I was the one translating that, it means I don't like it that much. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> there, There isn't enough enough sounds that make it sound like I'm going to die. Um, it reminds me of other songs, which is um, one, Wham. I think it would be nice if I could touch your body. Sure, also, sure, sure. Uh, Ghost has a song co- called Faith, where there's like a fucking sick guitar riff mm-hmm. at the start. Um, because Papa said that because it's like ghost, like God is is real, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Also, like you know. Paul Simon or Michael Bolton or one of those guys has that one. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of course. Um, classic, uh, you know, music topic. Mm-hmm. You you can still write about faith if you want, but the other ones I said are off. Yeah, but it but should be like a Christian song if you do it. It it should be a Christian song. It should he he does say I choose Vegas if they offer me Heaven's Gate. Right. So, um, okay. I I, I was gonna say I didn't. Like, I don't like this one that much, but when he says, I want you to OT my beside, like, that sounds good. But he says it in a way that sounds good. Can, I, like t- can I, I tell it. you um, epic my brain moments? Yeah, sure. When I was listening to that, I thought he meant Odie like the dog from Garfield. If you're, I want Odie right beside me. Like, if I, because it's like right before, you know, there's like Heaven's Gate. It's like a punchline, you know. But it's if like, I Garfield. So like if I OD, like if I fall off the table. I uh-huh. want you to OD right beside. I want you to fall down with me when Garfield yeah. pushes us down. Uh huh. And then I looked yeah. at the, I looked at the lyrics and I said, "Oh, it's because the uh, album has okay." I I want to see normal while I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> Ship me to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> All right. I I don't have that, but I'm losing my religion every day. You had it, it, it again. This is I don't think we really mentioned this yet, but this whole album has a kind of like eighties vibe, right? Yeah. Um, and that was just what e- either um in the eighties you were either Madonna or you were losing your religion or maybe both. That's true. Um, in some cases, so um, that was just it really puts you in that in that uh place and time. Mm-hmm. I'm there with that topic. Did you exactly. know that in the outro of the of this song there's blinding lights mm-hmm. but they're police lights? That's a surprise for yep. later. Yep. He said the lights are blinding me again. Mm-hmm. It's right there. But it could be uh, like the ambulance or like the police car style. It, it could be. Or fire. Maybe there's a fire. It could be firefighters. Uh, um can we can we just go to blinding lights? It's blinding lights by the weekend. It's blinding lights by the weekend, folks. The song you came here to see. 
Blinding Lies is so fucking good, it's dude. Really, like, I'm genuinely, <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, every time it comes on, I get so excited. After all, the, and not usually, like, it, after a year, like, some of the endorphins kind of wear yeah. off. Still not sick of it. No, it's really, that, I was watching the, I was watching the fucking halftime show last night, and I was like, the, and he's like, he's on the, he's on, like, the 50-yard line doing, like, epic dances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's, it's the song rips. Um, Sin it City does, is cold and empty. Uh, it, it is, a sh- like, a a better version of the Rod Stewart song. Um, well, you, which you has can say that about any song. A similar riff, but The weekend said, what if I made it better? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said, I'm blinded by And the last time I say it, he goes, lights. Like, he says yeah. it a little different. And then Rod Stewart like, is like, mate, you're the one. You're going to be doing this for a long one. time. You're the one, mate. I'm Rod Stewart. <laughs> Where am I? F- Where's Rod Stewart from? Do you think I'm sexy? I think that's his song. I've seen he, Rod Stewart uh, in concert, and I couldn't tell you what his music sounds like. Okay, he is a British rock and pop singer. Um, I was about to say, <laughs> I legitimately crossed my mind. Isn't Rod Stewart Billy Joel's brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. So he, he did the Daily Show. He did. Yeah. Can I tell Bro, I saw Rod Stewart in concert and the opener was Stevie Nicks. Okay, let's let's reverse, you-, you know. Was it one of those tours where they were like co-headliners but just switched no. every night or mm, No, it was okay. it was a Rod Stewart tour that my mom wanted to go to and she was like, "Do you want to come? Stevie Nicks is headlining." And I said, "I'll I'll yeah, I'll I'll be there for some of it." Yes, yes, mother, I will be like the white winged dove mm-hmm. in this occasion. Uh it like uh, anytime I hear the song, I have to, I I legitimately say yes. Blinding lights is on, and I listen to the whole thing, and I say I think I want to hear blinding lights again. This is this song treats me the way that all of the lights seems to treat most people. Uh huh. Because I, I like I like mm-hmm. the sort of canon of songs about lights that we've had in our lifetimes. You know, you're definitely allowed to sing about lights anytime you want. Yeah, because they're like you know we had flashing lights, which those are like good. That's like epic fame lights. Like I'm famous. There's all of yeah. the lights, which is like I'm at the top, and everybody. It's sort of a similar vibe. But th- these lights are like, what if those lights were bad, and I just want my wife? <laughs> Ooh, I want my wife, Bella Hadid. Ooh, I want my wife. It works. <laughs> Ooh, I'm blinded by my wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all she's all I can see. Is it? Uh, so so we we have some some you know uh, discrepancies here where he wanted he wanted to be go instead of going to heaven he wanted to go to Las Vegas but Sin City's cold and empty in the song so um, right. I'm thinking he's he's a flip flopper and we can't vote for him because he's unelected. No, he's he's warning so. us about COVID. The city's empty. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, the top comment from a year ago from uh, Genius User Benosa says, This gave so much false alarm vibes with a 70s disco vibes fire emoji. Okay. A little bit a little bit early. Like another 10 years, maybe. Um, yeah, but you got yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of, it sounds, he sounds just like Fred Schneider B-52s on this one, so. He does, that's it why really does. the song. It, he does sound like all three of the Gibbs brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, on this track. Oh, so. I'm drowning in the say, night. You know? <laughs> we all like we all love when Abel sings that way. Exactly. Hit the road in overdrive, baby. <laughs> Sin City's cold and empty. All right, all right. That's blinding lights. It's Anything fun. else to say? It's a good song. It's been the number one song for the past um, week. 
Before that, we move on to In Your Eyes, can I hit you with some, like, pure distilled boomer energy? Oh, of course. Um, so, like, that's, like, a, a, a classic warm-up in improv comedy is, like, um, you do, like, a... you. There's there's a game called, like, Hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? And it's, like, it's a big circle mm-hmm. game, and you just, like, warm... It's, like, a generation game where it's just, like, you just say mm-hmm. whatever because Fred Schneider's, like, a silly guy, where it's, like, hey, you, you say, like, mm-hmm. hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? And then you'll be, like, I'm... Uh, hanging some meat outside with a clothespin and you know you're just like goofy mm-hmm. um so in recent years when teaching that game we've really had to explain who the b-52s are to people fantastic they really they've, they've never heard rock lobster mm-hmm. one is the the activity itself sounds like tremendously fun it's so it's so awesome <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing like it, baby. Uh, plus that that layer, I did I did have to. This did cross my mind um, at some point earlier today, where uh, we finished reading Romeo and Juliet with my freshman class. So I'm like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna watch the movie, the Baz Luhrmann movie. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I there was a brief second where I'm like, these kids do know who Leonardo DiCaprio is, right? Sure. Like and I don't like, know, oh, Mr. C Revolutionary Road. We love that flick. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my entire uh, ninth grade class in Unison. What's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, next up we have In Your Eyes, not to be confused with Phil Collins In Your Eyes. Right? Yeah. This is uh-huh. not, I, the real the post uh, the post blinding lights part of the album is really nice because they really the synth never really goes away afterwards. It it just pick, it starts there and just doesn't stop. It's until really the like end. if you didn't pick up on the all the eighties of the entire album, well here let me just mm-hmm. hit you over the face let's, with it and I say thank let's you. Let's just yeah we'll pack it in here and I'll say oh thank you so much. We have a saxophone solo in uh in this one. If you couldn't tell it was eighties, I just scrolled to the bottom of the page and it says there's a cover by Kids Bop Kids. I bet they're, yeah, probably. Uh, the kids so, these days all really want to listen to a clean version of In Your Eyes by Abel's Weekend. Abel's Weekend, yeah. Um, and they sing the saxophone solo with their mouths. And I see there's something burning inside you. I feel like we need to bring back saxophone solos. I do. Maybe that's that's the ska fan in me. That's probably but... next, like when, like, next decade, when we finally get into 90s nostalgia, which we've never had before. And people yeah. are going to be doing like epic Bill Clinton, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, that's going to so be sax freaking solos epic, are going to come back in a big way. Uh huh. Um, I realize we're going way long, so are we. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, we just had so much fun talking about March seventeenth, twenty twenty. It's that, just a fun uh, time to remember. Got... Do you want to save your tears? Let's save your tears. Oh no, no, I run away. Oh, good. We have. I, I, I was worried this whole episode. I've been like, oh, we can't do a perfect impression of him. <laughs> well. You've been hiding. You've been I, hiding your I, I light decided, under a bushel. Exactly. I've been hiding my power level for this. I said hello. I am able now. Yeah. This is the uncut gem um, song because it's about with that feel when you see your wife dancing at a club. Yeah, with with one teardrop falling from your eye, and then you see Adam Sandler yeah, in the other he, corner of the room. His name is Hungry and Howie, have... and he he steals your wife. He's he, he, he I steal your wife. <laughs> <laughs> can um, I? Can I just? I mm-hmm. I I respect to the weekend and Elton John and everybody who worked on this album. Mm-hmm. On some of these verses, sometimes he kind of hits the Dr. Seuss rhyme scheme a little bit too hard. Okay. Do you know? Like, so, like it's, it's just, it's kind of just like, it's, you could have asked is, me why is, I broke your yeah. heart. You could have told me that you fell apart, you, mm-hmm. but you walked past me like I wasn't there. You pretended that you didn't care. Like, it's it's yeah. very... On, on the same album where your stomach's feeling sickly, it is jarring when he decides to go 
you know, uh, Beastie Boys. It's a type little rhymes. Beastie Boys style, and it, it's it's uh-huh. the exact same cadence with like a perfect no slant rhyme. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it's it's definitely in the in the ones where he's he's saying you know like about how he's heartless and he has a a big pussy in his pocket or something <laughs> like you can it, he's it's usually the club with this big pocket pussy. I got <laughs> Abel's pulling off. Watch out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's usually on the slower tracks. I feel like where the rhymes get a little uh, elementary, right? Yeah, let's yeah, say, yeah. and so it's more noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if you're simply vibing, like if you're just yeah, if I'm know. having yeah marijuana style cigarette. Mm-hmm. So this is a song um, about uh, how you shouldn't cry over me. You should dance with your new husband. I like it actually. Yeah, save your tears for another day. Cry over Adam Sandler instead. Yeah, which uh, mm-hmm. Julia Fox does in the movie. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Except we have repeat after me parentheses interlude. Um, this is an interlude, but it's a three minute interlude, so it tricks you. This <laughs> is just the crying Wojak song. Yeah, it's like, hey, if mm-hmm. she, if she's your girl, why is she fucking you while possibly thinking of me? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a, not a huge win. This is the uh, the while well, my man plays two K track on the yeah. on the album. Um. Yeah, and, and it's funny because the the song is called "Repeat After Me," and he kind of repeats the, the same thing. Right. Yeah. She, yeah. That's the that's um, a reference to the literary device repetition. It's repetition, which is important for later in the album. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. This is this is fine. Like, it's all right. I don't really have anything special to say about this one he's saying you know you're having sex you're you're fucking the post the postman for posts um (laughs) is kind of what this song's about Uh uh-huh can we get into the Uh, song where um the narrator fucks yoda uh okay (laughs) next up we have after hours it's the title track where does yoda appear on this one i want to share babies protection we won't need Maybe maybe he should go back to Dr. Seuss rhyme, maybe, because that... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's becoming... Yeah, when you have to start <laughs> speaking like Yoda uh, to fit your, your you meter. When you have to say, I want to share babies, protection we won't need. I, <laughs> I don't know. Take that one back to the shop, I think. Yeah, let's... Maybe we can work... We we don't have to put... You really want this album to release on, on March 17th? <laughs> this is we all can... people are going to have for a year. You get that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we cannot delay this at all. This this song has to be six minutes long. So, um, and we have to set it right immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, this does... One thing about this song is it does perfectly fit um, the the Jeff Gerstmann Inca people dance. Yeah, um, that's right, yeah. Emoji throughout the whole track. Um, also, maybe this is just me, and I don't know if this is a, a reference pool that, that you can pull from. Sure. But there are parts when he's like... Uh, Baby, where are you now when I need you most? It kind of sounds like Simple and Clean Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I've heard of Kingdom Hearts song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the, the, those like two or three lines. It just sounds like Simple and Clean Melody. I didn't do a voice there, mm-hmm. um, if you couldn't tell. Can I turn in um, an English paper to you about my analysis of verse three? Sure. Let's, so let's it see says, it. I'd be living in heaven when I'm inside of you. It was simply a blessing waking beside you. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, let me just, uh, so the song repeatedly connects the themes of the speaker's mortality to feel- his feelings about his relationship. It's not surprising that he turns to the classic trope of comparing romantic love to religious experience. Mm-hmm. An iconic example of such a metaphor is Romeo's famous seduction of Juliet. All right. I just, yeah, I, I, was, I was just really tickled by like, 
you're really uh-huh. like the the word count of the sentence an iconic example of such a metaphor is romeo's famous we all know romeo's famous seduction of juliet right we do um yeah listen i've been teaching this shit for a month i'm kind of i'm kind of like a, a love scholar i've um, yeah i'm kind of yeah <laughs> that's my favorite mike myers movie um <laughs> That movie sucks, dude. It, it wasn't. I don't know if it was seduction. It was like he. he was, so the scene that they're so in this in this situation, he's saying, you know, it's like heaven when I'm in when I'm fucking you when we're having sex. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is what I, Romeo, I guess, Romeo yells to her window. He does. Um, this this has to be a thing where they first meet and then he's like, hey, I want to kiss you on the mouth. And then there's this whole extended metaphor about like, no this like hands are for praying whatever mm-hmm. um what he should have just said is uh much like heaven i would i wish to have sex right now right. instead of juliet should... explaining that wherefore actually means why uh-huh listen no matter how many times i said that in the class i still had at least six kids answer the question she's asking where romeo is so it's kind of it's kind of willie's fault frankly it is it's a, it's that's a, just a, that's just how it's a, it's a rare miss uh-huh um, a, a thing that was that did just kind of have me questioning my whole kind of existence and, and career is, um, you know, other teachers, let, let me know uh, how you feel on this one. There, there's some questions on a test, and I'm sure you've seen them before, that are real gimmies. You know, mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. this is an easy three points for you. Um, I asked where Romeo and Juliet takes place, and I was shocked at the amount of students that said England. <laughs> it was astonishing. Which wasn't much, but it was enough that it was noticeable. Yeah, Juliet lives in Big Ben. Big Ben. In, in, yeah. In the River Thames is where we set our scene, is uh, what it says in the, in the play. <laughs> anyway. Um, Oi, Gov, I'll nick you with me happy dagger, won't I? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Oi, Gov, you biting me thumb. <laughs> you biting your throat with me, sir. But no, I was, uh, no, I was biting me water bottle. It's a, my my said. tongue would explode if I said Mercutio in that voice. I can't do it. <laughs> it doesn't. That that that's how you know they're not in England. <laughs> that's that's Shakespeare's famous seventh dimensional chest to let you know. Uh-huh. Anyway, last uh, track we have on here is "Until I Bleed Out." Um, straight edge anthem. Straight yeah, straight edge anthem. This is what happens when the symbiote leaves your body. Mm-hmm. It's all of the mm-hmm. emotional juice that Venom gives you is depleted. Exactly. Um, I, I know in my mind, I know like, okay, based on the, the content of the album and based on the whole vibe of it, it makes sense to have a slower track at the end, but I wanted a robot to kill me again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just can't get enough of it. And and yes, I understand the, the artist's expression and so on. And I could just go back and listen to a track where the robot kills me, but I like when the robot kills me is the thing. Maybe every album should just end with last call by, from speaker box. Yeah, that would be pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> every 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 um every album from now on should just be the rooster for 14 tracks and oh, then be, oh yeah <laughs> and then music would be solved yeah that would mm. be man that's a good song <laughs> um you know the whole at the end of this one he's saying like oh I, I i'm like cutting you out of my mind because i don't need it i don't need it anymore is he talking about his wife bella hadid is he talking about the cocaine from the nickelodeon kids choice awards it's um, love could perhaps be related to a drug itself if you really think about it a famous metaphor as william shakespeare once said um but all i could think of was dry spongebob going i don't need mm-hmm. it i don't need it yeah so 
SpongeBob with the weekend um, plastic surgery oh, prosthetics on. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I am I'm I am uh, rotating that in my mind. That is nice to think about. Um, over I I was happy that I was just like I think I'm gonna listen to the weekend because of his fantastic Super Bowl performance and I liked most of it. Um, I feel like the there's a good chunk like. Like th- this album probably could have been two or three songs like shorter, in my opinion. Yeah, but like nine of them are really good that I really like. Yeah, and it's and also one. Blinding Lights is one of them. So yeah, you know, it's really cohesive. Um, mm-hmm. and the, which is always like a it to me doing this show, it's kind of like a detriment at first because it's like, damn, I really need to differentiate these songs. But yeah, but the there way is that kind it's supposed the, to be consumed, it works. Yeah, and there's like, oh, this is like the very heavy synth section, and this is like the moody section where he has futuristic sex. Yeah. It would just be know? easier if every album we did like had like track six was always like a polka song. Yeah, exactly. So so we could just differentiate them yeah, yeah, yeah. easier. But listening to it was very good, and I enjoyed maybe, it. Maybe, I think it's it's a concept album if there's no cowboy song because I don't think there's a cowboy song on this one, despite it taking there place is, in Nevada. Yeah, he that's called subverting expectations. That's true. Um, that that's what the city's cold and empty. There's tumbleweeds. <laughs> there's tumbleweeds going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Snow Child is is about a and uh snowman cowboy. That's like, that's true. That's that's when the the snow covers the range and you can't mm-hmm. you know do your ranching and such. Um, anyway, that's the album. Yeah. Uh, what's up next? Slop City? Yeah. Let me scroll on to the bottom of that. Um, you were up first last time. Mm -hmm. And I did pick The weekend because we mind melded. Love that. You did pick The weekend. Uh, do you have The weekend featuring on any tracks at all this week? Okay. So, I, as I was listening to this, I was like, this really throws me back to, um, the first time I, I heard some, you know, this like 80s synthwave style nostalgia music so i was like let me check out what kavinsky has been doing sure night call good song that's when um that that guy drove a car and i was like i don't know if i want to pick night call that's kind of the obvious choice so i was just going through them i said oh i remember the track odd look let me play that and i was very surprised to see there was a a remix featuring the weekend okay so that kind of worked out perfectly so i'm picking uh odd look by kavinsky featuring our friend Abel. Thanks, Abel. Thanks, Abel. Um, for me, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking, you know, Super Bowl halftime show. Uh huh. Okay, I like this. I like where this is going. And the song that the really my favorite song that I've ever discovered via Super Bowl halftime show. Um, mm-hmm. It was in the early early 2010s, and it was none mm-hmm. other than "Give Me All Your Lovin'" by Madonna. Okay. Because it has my favorite thing in it, which is like, like cheering and chanting. Um, mm-hmm. like a cheerleader style beat. Um, mm-hmm. and also it's got like, it's got like, it's got the old Nikki and the old MIA in it. Okay. So. Tremendous stuff. They had to go back to the old them. <laughs> yeah. You got to sometimes. It's really right, good. Slap that um, mm-hmm. listen, she's still, and like great performance also. We went back and watched it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember that one very. Right. The only one you, you, I know you only remember the big boy one and the Bruno Mars Red Hot Chili Peppers one, probably. Of, of course. Of course. My favorite. Uh, remember when the they did SpongeBob mm-hmm. for like 10 seconds and it went right into as, sicko mode? As like a joke? Because it was like, because really the it. people wanted it in honor of Steven Hillenberg dying, like in honor of his life, they would like uh-huh. do the bubble ball and they were like. Yeah, we'll do that for ten seconds, and then we'll go yeah, and not and not do it for real. 
Um, are you okay? Did you just fall over? My phone fell over. I'm fine. All right. <laughs> Didn't know if that picked up or not. Yeah, uh, questions. You can send us a question on Twitter at you love to hear it. Um, we usually post it the day before we record, but I decided to do it today because I forgot. You about subverted it. expectations. Exactly. First one we have comes from. Uh, at Dragon Smoocher on Twitter, Nero Wyvern says, The first time I listened to this album, I was doing the diadem. I don't know if it's diadem. I say diadem. That's in fine. Final Fantasy XIV. The sludgy synths and dreamy mood shut my brain down and allowed me to gather many rocks and wheat. I've been there. <laughs> What's your go-to zone out music? Um, mine and, uh, I discovered this recently during our, our Pokemon League, which we haven't talked about that much because our results haven't been that favorable recently. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I was like, I think I'm just going to put on something. I just need some sounds in my head. So for like the first half of the league, all I listened to was John Coltrane. Ooh. And then I would have that blasting. And then suddenly I'd be like, ah, shit, I lost. And then just come back to you and hear like, I'm like, okay, this kind of goes, he's going off. Oh, you, you, you finally unlocked the, like the jazz appreciation node. Yeah, I developed an appreciation for freeform jazz, and yeah. now I can understand Big SpongeBob that. episode for us today. Yeah, I mean, it's a good show. You know, we're all excited mm-hmm. for the Patrick Star spinoff. Exactly, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing the new one. So <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, do you have a uh, just throw uh, this on? I was, and... Honestly, I was I was thinking the same thing. And with every Pokemon battle that I've been doing, I've been um, Chromecasting the entire Pokemon staff. Pokemon Snap OST, like <laughs> okay, really, it's it's like one of my favorite video game soundtracks when does, ever. Uh, when does the new one come out? I think April. I think next month. Okay, I did ask him to get me Persona Five Royal for my birthday, so oh, okay, um, I'm gonna play that again, and hopefully I can just bless. Yes, Kamashita. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, just see all the new shit before Pokemon Snap. Yeah, hope so. two again comes out. I might uh, I might dip into Animal Crossing New Horizons for the first time in ten months and just sort of see how my city is. Uh, okay, you can you can buy like Mario and Luigi hats now. I did see that you can you uh, can do Epic Warp Pipe, which I like. Yeah. Um, next up, we have a tweet from Darkest Larry at Tampa Bay Vipers here. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a clip from the famous um, viral video Gundam Style, but I want to <laughs> click it and see. Right, you think it's that? And see what we have here. All right, so it's. Um, I'll explain this this uh, one here. So there's a guy who's supposed to be Psy, the, the yeah, uh, South Korean pop of, singer. Yeah, uh, SNL fame. Uh, he says COVID Super Bowl, um, <laughs> and he starts to do the Gangnam Style dance uh, next to who I'm guessing is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No, that's Dr. Um, Fauci. Okay, that's Dr. Fauci. And there's a bunch of um, people behind them in a house, and one of the guys kind of trips down the stairs as he's doing the Gangnam Style dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really funny, And he says Brooks. COVID Super Bowl. <laughs> Uh, he said COVID Super Bowl. They did this like two weeks ago. <laughs> it's it's genuinely the like it completely covered the wound of like them firing Jim Carrey. Like this was like one of the John Mulaney skits that never made it. But now they're doing it for clout because they yeah, John this is, Mulaney's yeah, attached this is to the, it. Yeah, they, they they told Tim Robinson, sorry, this is too funny. You're going to have to go make I think you should leave. Yeah, and and instead he said, you know, no, that was from a previous life. It's it's too late to say COVID Super Bowl, and it's, SNL said it's never too late. It's a nine-minute skit, and Sai is only in the last 20 seconds. <laughs> and he says COVID Super Bowl. And they break the fourth wall and all walk off the stage. <laughs> Just tremendous. This is how it feels like to wake up from anesthesia. <laughs> like, you're like, surely I'm missing something, or like, they're not, Why I don't know why they're doing Gangnam Style nine years after it came out 
out of nowhere. Brooks, they're not they're not doing Gangnam style. They're doing COVID super. Right. Bowl. Okay. That's see that's that's the anesthesia talking. <laughs> yeah. They're doing they're saying co 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 COVID Super Bowl. COVID Super Bowl. Yes. It it makes me feel like I'm the weekend walking through the mirror maze. <laughs> Next to from Dog Collar Comedy Tour at Sylvie Bullet. Tremendous on usernames always. <laughs> A friend of the show says, if you had to pick another athlete to play the Kevin Garnett role in Uncut Gems, who would you pick? I would choose Gronk, except in Uncut Gems, he's a basketball player. I love that. Is it like, I, I, is I, it like, uh-huh. is he doing like a Michael Jordan baseball? Or is it like, it's, oh no, it's Gronk, the basketball player that we all love. Or the plot, like the plot is the same, but in this fiction. That's how you differentiate Gronk it from. Gronk is playing you know, Kevin Garnett. Yeah. I, what I would like to do is... Hear, hear me out on this one. And this, this, everything is exactly the same. Um, but <laughs> Kevin Garnett is played by Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. Just, you know, casting against type. Yeah. You know, like just seeing how wild it gets with him saying the exact same lines that Kevin Garnett says. Mm-hmm. Damn, uh, but it's would, Tom Brady. Nobody is scoring in the paint when Tom Brady is in there. Exactly. Anything is possible, he mm-hmm. says. Um,. <laughs> Did you have one, or was I just thinking about Tom Brady? No, I was trying to make a joke where it's like, um, Kevin Garnett, isn't that that Cartoon Network show that everybody got mad at? Like a Steven Universe really thing, funny. but I didn't quite get it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't have enough Steven's Universe knowledge in my brain to kind of... Yeah. Finally, from on-the-spot on Daichi Spin, at Antigone Progony <laughs> on Twitter. Still good. If you could commission your own personal labyrinth, what would the inside look like, and what wretched beast would you trap in its center? Could the weekend escape its devilish machinations? Uh, okay. When he gets into my labyrinth, you might as well call him the weekend, because he'll okay he'll be because he's not escaping. That's what I'm gonna. I'm calling up Eminem and telling him to make a line where he says "Marshall fuck," and I'm calling the weekend to be like, "Hey, you should call yourself the weekend in your next sad song." Yeah, I am the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. The weekend, mm-hmm. you are the weekend. <laughs> That's when he. The weekend, that's when he has the plastic surgery, like bandages yeah. on. He's the weekend. The weekend is also. I don't know that much about like Dark Souls and shit like that, but I feel like that's a Dark Souls boss that everyone like is like, oh my god, the story of the weekend is so sad. Right, and it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. it's like a big werewolf mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, like all right, sure. Um, all right. So I feel like is is the labyrinth supposed to like reflect us, or it is like our our torture. I, li- I, because, think, I think that we're sort of the dungeon master here. Okay, so so we're creating a labyrinth that, like, we are keeping a, a dark a dark figure yeah, or something. Yeah, the obvious inside. answer, we're both thinking it, is obviously an intestinal tract. Exactly, yeah. So is is that, like, is there a fully functioning um, gastrointestinal system in the center, or, like, the walls made out of it? Right, I'm thinking maybe a Quiplash 3, where, like, it, it looks like a big, a big intestines that you're in. Okay. And, and, and then, a wretched yeah, beast so in it. That's the freak for the freaking Chipotle I ate last night. Oh, that's a freaking uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> COVID Super Bowl. COVID Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Taco Bell. Yeah, it's uh, anyway. Uh, bring back the potatoes. COVID Super Bowl. They're building a Taco Bell within two minutes drive of my house. They're um, trying to kill so you. We really have to move away before that mm-hmm. that gets yeah, yeah, that yeah. gets once, up once and, the, up and running. Once the Joseph Robinette Biden bucks get there, you can make exactly. the taco escape. Exactly. Eh, you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Um, 
we've reached the the hour that makes me feel like I'm about to be killed by a robot, but in the bad way. Eddie's special. Every six weeks, Eddie reconvenes and <laughs> with a smile on his face. I say, what do you have for me today, my friend? And I say, and, ah, the 80s were great. Okay. But just a little too modern for my tastes. So are we going uh, further back in time? What if we a little bit further back? Are we talking like tw- like 20 years before the 80s? I'm thinking maybe 20 years before the 80s. Okay. Um so I'm I'm going to I'm going to give you a a joke guess at first. Okay. Are we listening to Cream? <laughs> no, we're not. That's a good joke answer though. Okay. Are we listening to The Beatles? We're not listening to The Beatles yet. Um Oh. We're listening to an American rock band. Is it the Rolling Stones? It's not the Stones. It's a little bit more like, like all the popular kids in '60s high school. They listen. They listen to the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. But like, what uh-huh. if it was? What about like the cool like stoner kids? Uh, um, I don't. I don't know that many other. I don't know. All right. Well, have... we're listening to the debut self-titled album by American <laughs> rock band The Doors. Oh. <laughs> Oh, all right. Do you like it? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on and touch me. That one's not on it. Oh, what's what's this one called, Brooks? What? It's it's good. It's called The Doors. It's just called The Doors. Okay, we're listening to The Doors by The Doors. I picked The Doors because that way when somebody's going through our back catalog, they're not going to be like, L.A. Woman, who's that? But when you see The Doors, you know we're listening to The Doors. Is L.A. Woman on this? this? L.A. Woman is not on... This one has the Break On Through Tony Hawk song. It has Light My Fire. It has the end. Okay, so the... the There's some, like, you know, buoys for you to sort of, like... like for one brief to. moment... I lived in a world where the doors didn't exist. And then, he, and, now and then Jim will say, let me sleep all night in your soul kitchen in the Jim Morrison voice. And, and you'll have to, but then you will never have to do it again. Yeah. What that. And also, you know, we really didn't do uh, able voices this week. So if you're missing out on our funny voices, please tune in two weeks from yeah, now. Yeah, in two weeks, we... we're going to sound like we're yawning the entire episode because that's how he sings. That's how he sings. Really looking forward to this one, man. I'm so happy we have Chance Ball coming up this weekend. <laughs> As what if you, what if you like it? I, I'll, I will gladly appear on the show and say I <laughs> like Jim Morrison and his doors. Um, and uh, I was wrong. Life has many doors, that boy. Two weeks from now. Ex- exactly. Two weeks from now, I'm going to open one of them and whatever's on the other. It's going to be one of the like MXC doors where they have to run through <laughs> and just blast into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm Damn, kind Jim of Jim Morrison expecting. would love Fall Guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Okay. Well, thank you. Abel, thank you, Bella Hadid, thank you, uh, Elton John, thanks to Rod Stewart, um, yeah, Stevie I Nicks. guess, thanks Stevie Nicks, uh, thank you, Sinister Gates, The Rev, thank you, M Shadows, um, Johnny and, Christ, and can't forget him, Johnny Christ, Johnny Christ, Zachy Vengeance, I think that's all of them, and so on and so forth, uh, we'll see you this weekend for Chance Ball, we're nearing the end of season one of Haikyuu, um, so, look forward to that, and then two weeks from... Not from now, but two weeks after that, uh, we will be talking about The Doors of the Doors. So, um, please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. And you know what else? I don't mm-hmm. only want to thank Johnny Christ. I also want to thank Ziva for Vainbrain. Silver yes, hair, thank you. <laughs> Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby. Let's go Sixers, baby. Love the Sixers. It mm-hmm. was a penguin. Ducky Aisha. Cybernia. Carrot Lime. Mm-hmm. And more. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, see you next week while the page loads. <laughs> um, big titty goth trad wife. Mm-hmm. Very Kins out at the moment. Bean. <laughs> Weed Lord Vegeta. Walt. Mm-hmm. Valerie W. Tufster McGee. The Master mm-hmm. DS. Thath Burger. Sylvie McAvoy. Stephanie Ruff, who did not two-stalk me um, in Pokemon uh, a couple days ago. Sarah McClintock. Ryan Lester. Mm-hmm. Reliet. Raleigh. Paul Moran. Paul Blart Fleshcart. Ongyen Kalolifer. Neve Noel Williams. Neuro Wyvern. Milk Succubus. Maximilian Rower. Magenta Rice. Magdalene Jenny. Florin LeBlanc. Lenini. K. Darling, John Penasini. John Penasini. Mm-hmm. So fun. Um, Hecavy, Graham of Steel. Eddard Stoink, Derek. Great Big Sword. Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Black Hayate is a Very Good Boy, Audrey Olson, Antigone Progany, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C., Roy, Roy Blunt, uh, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Ribeiro, who did not two-stock me uh, in our game yesterday, Mm-hmm. Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Big Flat Bunt, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tr- Trigger Harpy, and Alex Schaup. Thank you. Sorry, I was still thinking about um, the doors when I headed into our outro. Yeah, well, that, that keeps it keeps the listeners on the toes. You never know when you're gonna listen. You gonna... you you turn on the Water Boy starring Adam Sandler, and you think the doors won't be in this one, but then the opening song is Peace Frog, and he goes, "Everybody in the streets is up to Michaels," and you're like, "You're you just say, damn, this sounds pretty good." You've, You've already hooked me. I can't wait. Yeah. See you in, in two weeks for that. Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Thank you. You like it. Thanks. You like it. Give me some reggae. Bye. <laughs>